Good evening, everybody. Good evening. It's good to be here with you guys again. Right. We are joined here on 180 Degrees. It is 7 to 9 a.m. And we, we will be with you guys until 8 p.m. today. Now, today's show is going to be a little bit different. It is Women's Month. So we've already started to implement some changes here in 180 Degrees. Part of the changes we have implemented is the fact that we have Miss Jacqueline Carolus from Moot, which is a very established very beautiful organization and they do a variety of different things she has brought darren maybe and we are going to be talking to him for this week's interview portion of the show that should start at about 20 past seven so guys do not log in you do not want to miss this one but i'd just like to say good evening jacqueline hi there thank you for having us (laughs) it's so lovely to have you here and good evening darren Good evening, everyone. It's nice to have to be on air this evening. All right. We must say Inga could not make it tonight, mm. so we miss her dearly, but we are a bit too, be- too too many people in the studio right now. So it is also for the better, but she will be back again mm-hmm. next week. Yes, next week's interview is going to be very interesting. It's taking place on Women's Month, which Woo-hoo. is the best day in Women's Month. Best day of the year. Honestly, I second that. Like, even mm. my birthday is not that great. But this <laughs> this week's show is going to be very fun. It's going to be very interesting. We've got a variety of different segments, different aspects. And as I said, changes are coming. And you guys are going to like these changes. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. All right, guys. Now it is down. Now it is time for the what's down in Cape Town, guys. Mondays are getting to me this mm. week. This week, you can hear. You can hear. You um, know what? I don't blame you. It's the English bundles. Mm, I am Afrikaans. The English bundles do run out. Mm. So this week's what down in Cape? What's down in Cape Town is thrifting. Um, thrifting is a great way to get some new looks into your wardrobe. It's a very sustainable option because nothing new was needed for you to acquire this item. Some suggestions from my sister, the thrifting queen, is all the Onswinkel, that those are their names, Onswinkel shops, especially the one in battle. And that one has been suggested to me more than once, so I think that one's really good. Mm. Um, but it's a bit further out if you're keen for a drive. Dower House is another recommendation. They have a physical store as well as an online one. Mm. Another online store is Little Marcella whose physical store is in Franschhoek, also if you guys feel like a drive. And in Franschhoek, Franschhoek's second-hand shop is another recommendation. You can just put into Google Maps thrifting or second-hand, and you will also find the ones closest to you. That's the, really? That's the fun thing about, like, second-hand stuff. You get small charity shops or whatever that pop, pop up close to you. So it's always good to check them out and make sure, like, see what they have, because every store will kind of have a different vibe. But... The really fun thing about thrifting is Instagram is also an option. So true. So on Instagram, you get the coolest vintage and thrift shops. My favorite is Curvy and Thrifty. Um, Yeah, that's also my sister's favorite. So go check out Instagram. Go look up, you know, any thrift accounts. Once you follow one, they all follow each other (laughs) as well. So you just click through those follows. You're like, who's cool? Who's nearby? And everyone seems to use Paxi or Delivery if you'd want to. So it's also very hands-off. And that's a nice way to shop during yeah. COVID. You know, you're like, oh, this item is cute. Purchase, purchase. You know, they'll ship them together to your house. Yeah. Or, or to the nearest pep. You pick it up, you wash it. Bam. Mm. I really like that you included both online options and physical location options. Because although we are currently in level three, a level three lockdown and we can go outside and, you know, integrate with other people. 
Not many of us want to do that because we are still in the lockdown. We'd still like to look after ourselves and make sure we do not spread any of the coronavirus. And some people mm-hmm. are more likely to become sick if they should get sick. So, yeah. you know, they should be able to take part in the thrifting fund too. Exactly. I'm glad that this is an activity that can be enjoyed by people from the comfort of their home or if they want to go out in these more relaxed lockdown times. But yeah, you guys have heard it here from us. Cool places to go thrifting and cool places where you can find thrift shops, Instagram, Google Maps. I didn't know about that one. Google Maps is always my go-to. It's the easiest. Hmm. Wish I knew that. Thank you for letting me know about that. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. So let's go straight on into the interview section of the show. We are joined here in studio with Jacqueline Carolus from Mut, and she's here with Darren Maybe. How are you doing this evening? Thank you. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm good. Thank you. I'm very well, thanks. It is it is so nice to be on air. It is honestly so lovely to have you here on air. So Jacqueline, can you tell us a little bit more about Darren? Uh, so Darren is a young motivator and that is a, a youth leader. Um, so he is a, a SRC vice president at Fallsburg College. And also the winner of the prestigious Mood Ara Wolfstad Award. Wow. Congratulations. Thanks. That, that is super cool. Can you tell us a bit more about yourself? So just to give you a brief, a brief introduction about myself, I'm Darren Maybe, the eldest of three. And I was raised by my mom, Natasha Maybe, and Desmond Miller. I'm currently studying my second course at Falsby TVT College. The first course I've studied was Safety in Society at the Wesley campus, and I'm currently studying Public Management at Fisher campus. I'm the current SRC Vice President, Secretary General, Marketing Coordinator on campus. I'm also serving at the coolest college, um, <laughs> False Bay Teviot College, and I'm, I'm quite in um, serving on and uh, numerous um y- youth organizations i'm also a supporting youth leader at chosen generation at desirable nations otri and i just a brief in um a brief um organization that i also started in 2017 epic um where myself um and two of my f- a cousin and a friend of mine um started the organization epic the acronym epic means empowerment prospering and creating a lion-hearted world where we just gave back to our community with life skills we had three programs life skills program that i ran where we just um spoke on different life skills and um just speaking to the young people about um HIV and AIDS etc etc and where my cousin JC Lee maybe has um he specialized in maths and he assisted the young um, kids with maths and Mikhail Bester has um, he done the literacy um program where he taught the young children to read and um just assisting them with the English in general wow You are very decorated. You've done you've accomplished so many laudable things. Like congratulations. Thanks a lot. And 
currently I'm, um, I've stepped down from Epic, but I'm still assisting where I can due to the, uh, um, the multiples of um, mm. roles that I'm playing. So it's quite difficult to juggle all mm. everything together as well as um, academics. So I've stepped down, but I assist where I can. No, we totally get that. Sometimes you need to pull back from certain things to give other areas your full attention and the maturity you have to know that you need to do that and to just say, I am going to do that. That's very laudable because we have a lot of adults these days who still don't know when is the time to stop. So I would like to ask you, can you tell us about your Mut journey and how you were introduced to Mut? Wow, that was... Um my mood journey started way back in 2018, where I was introduced um, to mood by one of my, I have multiples of mentors, and one of my mentors, um, Sasha Naidu, introduced me to mood at the time, where um, we, we um, focused on three core values of mood, which I still live by, courage to live, courage to care, and courage to say no. I was introduced to those three values as well, and those values meant so much to me, even at this point in my life where, um, where we find ourselves in a pandemic. I just, uh, um, just cling on to those three values, and I must say Mut has, has done so much for me um, and getting me thus far. And um, just the journey of Mut as well, we we went on a three-day training session mm. where um, the Mut um, coaches, the Mut ambassadors, some of them were on the camp, uh, where they just taught us uh, um, life skills and leadership skills as well. In fact, I believe that um, all of us were born to be a leader. Um, we just need to... that. Uh, um, that just need to ignite within you. So um, I feel that all of us, we are born leaders. And on that camp, I also, um, I was a, some sort of introvert. <laughs> and, and at that camp, I um, sort of gotten out of my shell. So yeah, that um, taught me a lot of life lessons as well. Mm, wow. Um, so that and Mark, um, how has the mood program impacted you as a person? As I just briefly um, introduced that portion, um, also just to say that um, I was a victim of bullying mm. and the mood program actually impacted me immensely um, just to um, sort of um, not having the victim mentality but embracing some form of... Um, bravery and um, standing up for yourself emotionally as well as physically not um, standing with two fists and fighting that is not always the way to fight but you can fight in different ways you can fight by um, encouraging someone motivating someone that is some forms of way of um, fighting and Mut also taught me to to be tenacious to be robust and not to give up this program has done so much for me personally. At the time when, when I felt like giving up, this was when I failed grade 11. And I didn't, um, 
I had this thought that what is my friends going to say? What is my, what is my peers going to say about me? And I was in the darkest time of my life, and I was just thinking back on, um, on what one of my teachers told me not to give up mm. and to embrace my um, failures. And to someone, I want to um, encourage someone tonight that might have um, failed somewhere in their life, that um, failure is not fatal, meaning that failure is not a death sentence. So embrace your failure and get back up and um, be strong. And as I said, be tenacious and robust. Those are such wise words. Can you please tell us about the R. Hofstad Award and how you won it? That I was very overwhelmed. I didn't think that I was going to be the the winner of that award, which is um, one of the prestigious awards of Mut. Um, I was um, nominated by my mentor, Sasha Naidu, and in the the application that um, someone um, that he that he um, sent to Mut. Um, he had to motivate why I should um, why I should be the winner, and also um, he should just say something briefly about myself. And I was a bit uh, um, in tears, should I say, um, when he just gave after um, he saw that I won the award. He told me what he actually wrote because I didn't see what he wrote. And uh, just to give you a brief uh, um, um, background or just something brief of what he, he s- um, said in the motivation, he, he mentioned that I was a person that liked to give back to others and um, I'm, I'm a very um, servant-hearted person. And he said all these beautiful and trimmingful things. So, yeah. Wow, that's, it's always so nice to have someone older than you who you respect, who is your mentor, who thinks so highly of you. So the fact that you were in tears, that's really beautiful to me. I I love it when people show their emotions. I would like to ask if you have, besides the ones you've mentioned about feelings of failure and not being enough, do you, are there any challenges that you've had to overcome to become the person that you are today? There's there's so much obstacles that I had to overcome to be the person that I am. As I mentioned, one of them was failure. Mm. Um, The other, there's quite a number of things personally also that I have faced where um, I've been told that you you will be nothing, that you Mm. are nothing, you come from nothing. So it's it's those words that actually... um, motivated me to be better and to stand out and I always told myself um, I counted those words and um, um, bringing some scripture into it as well I told myself that I am stronger I am greater Mm. I am wise I am successful because God say I'm successful so I counted those um, negative words with some form of positive words and especially that um, words that our Heavenly Father has um, told us we, we are. 
Well, yes. You have proved everyone who said any of those horrible things about you wrong. Like, from some of the things you've told us today that you've accomplished, you're a very decorated young man, and I'm glad that you've gone above and beyond what anyone else was expecting of you. Uh, so, Darren, how do you still keep the youth and yourself motivated? That is, uh, um, that is another aspect where um, people think that it's such an easy, um, easy thing to do. And people just see that you're smiling and that you are just up and running. It's quite a difficult task at times. But uh, I, I st- um, personally um, lean on, um, on God to give me the guidance and, the, and just to direct my path on who to motivate, what to tell them, and just embrace um, their some form of sad or... Um, situation or circumstance that that person is currently facing and I'm just um, I'm a believer of it's a Zulu proverb one of my favorites Untu Guntu Gabantu which means in English a person is a person through other yes. people mm. so I embrace um, that as well because I'm nothing without other people so if I can lend a hand to others then I think that I've done enough. And if I've touched one person, then I think that that is more than what I can do. Can you please tell us what does it feel like to be a student leader and what are some of your experiences with that? At, um, that, is, that is a question that kind of repeats itself. And um, it seems also like an easy task. But um, the, myself, just to, um, um, as you mentioned, that um, I've been on all these youth um, organizations, as I mentioned, and being on the SRC as well, equipped me so much to um, just, just be, um, embrace the youth as well. And um, just... Being a youth leader is its uh, more than just a title or a badge or wearing um, wearing nice uniform and mm. all those things. It comes with immense sacrifice, giving of yourself and your time. And the three Ds that I go with is discipline, determination, and dedication. So it takes a lot of discipline to be a student leader. It takes a lot of determination to be a student leader and it takes a lot of dedication because at times you you work a two-shift or a three-shift job, mm. you are studying and then you still need to juggle your your leadership role with, with your job or your um, education as well. So it takes a lot of um, of your personal time as well. Because you could have spent so much time with your family and friends, but you, you um, giving that time to someone else. Mm. And oh, something that I love is um, giving of myself to other people. Hmm. That's really interesting. It's good to see how we positively use our time. Because 
I don't really like that saying where everyone says, oh, we all have the same 24 hours because some of oh, our... It's not true. It's really not true. Some That's... of us have assistance. Some of us have like mental health issues that just mean, you know, you just don't have the motivation to work through the same 24. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Your feelings are still totally valid and your behaviors are still valid. But it's very nice to see a very young person using what is left of his 24 hours to make a positive impact, like choosing to do youth work and be a leader and doing all sorts of things. So as you said earlier, you've been a part of Moon's 2018. So that's about three years now. And you've really seen a change in your life, growth. And I'm really glad we've had representatives from Moon's come on and tell us about what they do. And they do such amazing work with the community to see a product of their work, a direct product. It's, it's really nice. So I'd like to ask you, why do you stay in Moot? Personally, that is um, something I I um, ask myself all the time. What drives me to um, mm. to just be a part of Mut? And when I was introduced to Mut, just the the Norwegian word Mut, which stands for courage, that was that actually driven me to to um, stay with Mut, to to show courage. And um, as I mentioned, the three values as well of mood, courage to live, courage to care, and courage to say no, those three values mean so much to me. And those three values is um, the reason why I'm in mood, because um, that is one of the, the three things that our young people need to hear and need to know out there, that they have the courage to live. And courage to live, there's so much you can do while living. Mm. You can serve, as I mentioned. You can, you can even give of yourself. And courage to, to care, even in the pan- COVID pandemic that we are finding ourselves in, you can um, lend a hand to a neighbor that might not have food um, tonight. You can share your supper or you can mm. tell um, your friend, that might might not um, have shoes or clothes. I'll give you um, some of my old clothes or something that I don't like to wear. And as um, we as mut- motivators, courage to say no is such a difficult um, mm. um, part of the three values. But at times we need to embrace and we need to say no, especially um, um, certain things that our young people face with alcohol abuse, um, sexual abuse, drug mm. abuse. And at times we need to say no to, to um, those things. And courage to say no even goes beyond that. You can say no to so much things. Even as I mentioned, I just stepped down from um, one of the organizations that I was one of the founding members of, and I had to say no to, to, um, to that as well. So yeah. Uh, so the, so is there any uh, words of encouragement that you'd like to give to to the youth and adults? There's uh, quite a number of things. I I probably have a mouthful, but I just want to say um, a couple of things. Um, to the youth and to the old folks out there, I just want to say that 
the journey that you are currently facing, your circumstances or any situation that you are finding yourself in. As I mentioned earlier on, be disciplined, be dedicated and be determined. Don't give up when life gives you a hard knock. Just, just stay strong and don't let your circumstances dictate to you. We have heard that so much times, but it's by time that we stand up and we, t we speak to our circumstances like it's living and we need to, we need to dictate to our circumstances. And lastly, I would like to tell you that you should be the best version of yourself. Mm. That's phenomenal advice, right? And it's so very relevant to anyone of every age. You're very wise beyond your years, Darren. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and for sharing your experiences, sharing this advice. You really were a great asset today. I'm glad you came. Thanks a lot. It's, I'm um, totally honored to be here with you and to be on air with you guys. I hope that this is not the last. And yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful having you. And you must have a great evening now. Yes, that was a lovely interview. I think it's time for our mystery Bible quiz. We're going to give you guys some time to just really soak in what you guys just heard because, wow, it's going to stay with me for a very long time. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Alright guys, so now it is time for the mystery Bible quiz section. So the, this week's question is, who was the first Gentile to be baptized? Hmm. This comes from, script, from the scripture Acts 10 verse 44 to 46. Your options are A. Cornelius, B. Marcus, or C. Dorcas. I love how they all kind of rhyme. <laughs> they do be like Greek names. They were very like, they, they had a rhythm how they built out names. Really? It seems like it. Every Greek name I've ever heard kind of falls into some kind of pattern. Wow. So just once again, the question is, who was the first Gentile to be baptized? Your, your options are A, Cornelius, B, Marcus, or C, Dorcas. Please WhatsApp us the answer to 081-729-1657 or SMS it to 37988. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. I believe you had a question for us, Amorain. Yes. So my question was, who is the first Gentile that was baptized? And the answer to that is... C. A. <laughs> Cornelius. C was Dorcas. We both got <laughs> tripped up because Cornelius starts with C and C is Dorcas. We literally just had a conversation about this and it happened, even though we were trying to make it not happen. So the answer is A. Cornelius. I feel like my mind was going to be like, C for Cornelius. And I, it just stopped midway. <laughs> oh, goodness. These English bundles are really just running me dry. But thank you, everyone who participated and sent in answers. I'm very thankful for that. And yeah, maybe you guys didn't know that and you learned something new today. Indeed. It's always fun learning things. And let's go on to the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates. 
are the true source of happiness. I cannot argue with that logic, honestly. Mm. You know, this is bad for me because every Monday I have to hear chocolates as the source of happiness. Mm. And then I have to drive home. With that in my head being like, don't go buy chocolate, don't go buy chocolate. Luckily, everything is closed right now. I don't have the option. The lockdowns are kind of being a blessing in disguise in this in this regard. Right? It's like they said, you can only have both. You can't have one. Mm. We are going to be a blessing and a curse. Double-edged sword. Balance. Balance. (laughs) This week, we're going to be talking about some health tips for children. These things will help children live a more healthier life and everyone we know is basically surrounded by children so this is a very relevant we're at that age where everyone we know is getting married and having babies literally every week i check facebook and one of my classmates is announcing their pregnancy and like we're in high school guys we're in university all my high school friends are like getting married i'm one of the last i'm the last bastion me and like three of my friends in our whole class i'm just like guys what's happening same it's like who is this It's crazy to just realize we're in that stage. But yeah, let me get straight into it. You can start the day with a healthy breakfast. This refuels the body and provides energy for the day. It's kind of like putting a new set of batteries in the remote. We humans need energy. Or the loudly screaming toy that children can be. Ooh, indeed. Next, it's to let the kids help plan and prepare one meal each week. I assume this makes them feel like they're doing something important. Yeah, have a hand in what they get to eat. I think it also helps kids develop like independence in doing things because Isla, Luana's daughter, my sister, if she sees you washing dishes, she will force you to put a chair next to you at the sink. She won't help, but she will, <laughs> like, she tries to, but she's not even two yet, so she can't really wash dishes, but she loves wiping things with a cloth. Aww. If she gets, she wipes the floor, she wipes everything, and she loves helping with cooking. Like, it just, I think it gets that independence going in them, so this, I, I stand by this tip. This is a good one. That is honestly so sweet. Oh. The next one is to take time when eating, to choose slowly. It takes about 20 minutes for the brain to tell the body that you are full. And I've actually heard this fact many times about how when you eat slower, you tend to eat less because then your mind realizes you're full and you don't just keep eating and then you overeat and then you feel horrible about yourself and you're like I'll eat less but then you don't and you get so over full if you eat mm. too fast because you don't realize how much you're eating and then yeah. when it's all done you're just like oh now I must roll to the next yeah. room and it's not even good for you in the long run like I remember a couple of years ago I one of the reasons they say that Japanese people live so long is because they don't eat until they're 100% full. It's something like they only eat until they're about 80% full. And they, mm-hmm. Specialists think that that might be one of the reasons why they live so long and are so healthy. And it's important to chew your food really well because that mm. does help with digestion. So true, so true. The next one is to eat more vegetables and fresh fruit. Aim for a total of two cups of fruit and two and a half cups of vegetables each day. Now, that is a green diet. You must talk to your doctor about that, though, because I know kids can't Mm. get too much fruit because some of them can be very acidic. So do check, depending on the age of your child, since this is child-specific tips, to not just feed them berries. (laughs) Isla is a berry fiend. If you let her just eat that, she will, and it's not good for her. Lou got in trouble with the doctor. That is the cutest thing ever. Oh, my goodness. The next one it also relates to food and diet. It's to eat more whole greens. In- examples of whole grains include oats, brown rice, rye, and whole wheat pasta. Try to eat at least three ounces of whole grains each day. Ooh, how much is an ounce? You know, I don't know these American systems, man. They're the only ones who use them. I don't. 
I hate it whenever I see them in a South African or an, or an English recipe. I'm like, this is not for us. Mm. This is for the Americans. So, guys, go Google whatever three ounces is <laughs> in kilograms or grams, and that's how much whole grain fiber you're supposed to eat. Whole grain fiber? Is it fiber? It's, yeah, it's whole grains. Yeah. yeah, that's how much whole grains you should get in every day. The next one is to drink plenty of fluids. Now, here at 180 Degrees, we talk about drinking lots of water. I think you mm. should have about two liters a day. Mm. But depending on your body size, it could yeah. be more. Mm. Indeed. I think the best thing is to just drink when you're thirsty. But then the more water you drink, the more you'll notice you're thirstier. Because, mm. like, you're not in that, like, I don't know, your brain kind of suppresses that you're thirsty. So a tip we had a couple of weeks, oh, it's a couple of months ago now, is when Ooh. you get up in the morning yeah. is to immediately drink a glass of water to get you started on that hydration because it's good for you and it's good for your stomach and everything. So just try to incorporate more water, like when you have meals as well. So true, because sometimes they say you're not even really hungry. You just need to drink something. Mm -hmm. So it's very good to drink lots and lots of fluids. Next is to serve a variety of food. I'm sure we're all vaguely familiar with the food pyramid. So I'm assuming we should take foods from each food group. They say your plate should look as colorful as a rainbow to know that you're eating a nice balanced meal. And yeah, the last one is also related to food. It is to serve food in small portions. Mm, that is valid. Mm, yeah. Like when you get oh, the opposite of that is Christmas meal. <laughs> yeah. When it's like that big plate and everyone's just like, yes, food, 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 mm. food, food. And then you go into like a food coma afterwards. Yes. And it slaps though. Oh. That nap slaps. But that's, that is a Christmas tradition. We can't be living our mm. lives like that every day because you can always get seconds. That's what I tell yeah. myself. I'm like, take less, eat slowly, mm -hmm. enjoy it. And then if you're still hungry, there's still food there. Go get some. That's so true. What my mom says to me, like every meal, she's like, no, no, no. You can always come back. Just mm. take less food. Because it's also okay. annoying. If you put it on your plate, then I'm like, well, other people can't really eat them. Yeah. Unless it's your dad. So true. <laughs> your the, dad doesn't care. The family vacuum cleaner. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. Every dad I know is just a, the house vacuum cleaner, Loki. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, my goodness. We are currently at the bottom of the hour, you guys. <sighs> oh. Again, every Monday. It's so quick. We had such a fun day. Like, we spoke to such an interesting young man who is very inspirational, not just to people younger than him, but like to me. Like, we're like the same age. And it's crazy. And I'm sure adults will also find lots of inspiration in what he had to say. His advice was relevant to people of all ages. Yeah, and I I, th I really like the Bible quiz of today as well. Yeah. I learned some new things, and I always love finding Dorcas in the Bible. Even though she wasn't the answer to today's quiz, I just love saying the word Dorcas. It is a fun word, Dorcas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got to say goodbye to you guys, but we will be back again this time next week. It's an interesting show. It's going to be Women's Day next <gasps> week, and we have a special guest. You guys don't want to miss that one. But for now, this has been 180 Degrees, signing, signing out. out.